Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. Today, I'm doing round two with my good buddy, Rick Shermer. Uh, If you have not heard the first episode with Rick, you need to go back and check that out. His life has been a wild ride from small town to D.C. to L.A. to everything in between, entertainment to politics to business. This guy has had a ride, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. I will give you the brief version of Rick Shermer's bio. He is Disney-trained, Oxford-educated, and his expertise is launching brands. Uh, He's done everything from Coca-Cola to Harry Potter to Chick-fil-A, and done a fabulous, fabulous ride with big deals and small entrepreneurs. But today, we're going to get Rick's, not his life story, we're going to get Rick's advice on how you too can go ahead and pursue your big dream. So please welcome my buddy, Rick Shermer. Rick, always great hanging out with you again, brother. Thanks for a little more brother, time. You, you, you're a true brother from another. The was. <laughs> if ever whatever a wizard was. <laughs> I will take it. Uh, I have been called the Wizard of Waz before uh, by, by more than a few folks. So You had to be called the Wizard of the, the wizard was because it's obviously what your parents intended the day you were born. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, man, you get um, the most brand, you get the most brandable name of anybody I know, bro. Oh, well, I'll take it. Um, you know, it's weird <laughs> slash brandable, and you know, there's a fine line between weird and brandable. It's it's right there. <laughs> so, dude, last time we really got into your story. Speaking of kind of uh, brandable and fun. This time around, what I want to do is talk a little bit more tactically, like, okay, the details might be very different, but there's a lot of lessons in the journey you've had and the stuff you've done. In fact, that's a big part of the work you do these days is helping dreamers and visionaries and folks with ideas actually do something with it. Because, well, man, I mean... I know how many, you probably know a ton like I do. Honestly, I was going to say like people, myself, I've had a lot of times in my early days when I had grand dreams and pages of notes and all these epic conversations and, and nothing happened. Right. Like to this day, one of my quotes now, it's I kind of love it and I kind of hate it um, is the quote, every great idea eventually degenerates into hard work. Like crap, you have to actually do something with it, right? My ideal day has often been like, dude, just give me a whiteboard and like a team and we're going to riff and brainstorm all day long and I'll fill it up with awesome ideas. And then like, we'll pat ourselves on the back and go home. And <laughs> my team now is like, yeah, we can, who's going to do that? Like, how do we actually make that happen? So, yes. so you're one of those rare guys. Cause you yeah, brother from another mother. You're a dreamer. You're a visionary. You got audacious grand ideas but you actually did it. And, and I, a lot of guys never make that transition from the idea to the implementation. So like, in fact, you wrote a book on this, um, launchpreneur, but want, yep. want to entrepreneur in 60 days, if I'm saying that right. That's and right. It, yeah. Launch, it's launch good entrepreneur. stuff, man. I got a copy right here in my office. Oh, dude. Thanks, man. Um, well, you know, the, the book was, I wrote the book, you know, um, look, it's not like the most, 
uh, academic book in the world. Sure. <laughs> it's really meant, you know, I wrote it, you know, specifically for that entrepreneur to help get them off the ledge mm. to make the jump. And I realized there's a guy who, um, this guy named Melvin, who's, you know, a friend that I met in LA, you know, when I was living in Hollywood and, and, uh, friend, another friend brought him by. Well, anyway, he, he put me on his, 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 his devotional list and he mm. sends out these, like, I guess he writes these little devotionals and he, and he texts them out all the time. And they're these little, like very short, like you could read them in a minute, you know, kind of things where they're like, you know, I don't, literally not even a minute. You could read them in like 30 seconds to a minute. And it's got a little scripture on it and it's got like an exaltation, you know, area. And, and I was really inspired by that because I was like, you know, these entrepreneurs need somebody in their corner. They need somebody who believes in them. They need somebody who's, you know, who's speaking life into their dreams. They need somebody who's encouraging them. And yeah, there's Gary V's out there and there's, you know, Tony Robbins, there's sure. many different people and, and it's all good, you know, but you know, I have my own kind of mojo, so to speak, and mm -hmm. in, in my own thoughts around stuff. And so if I could just kind of get, you know, in people's minds and, and, and help them over, you know, this course of time, get their head in the game, so yeah. to speak, and yeah. speaking to some of these doubts and beliefs and thoughts in their head as that they wrestle with. Like my mother-in-law was in town this week and she wants to, you know, start a coaching business. And she was really struggling with the concept that she's an expert. So sure. I, so I have a whole, you know, I copy my book, which she had not read yet. Shame on her. <laughs> and I gave her a copy of my book and I said, look, you know, there's a chapter right here called you're an expert. And so she just needed to know that she's an expert. And I think that somebody to tell her, yes, you're an expert. You can count yourself as an expert and here's why. So I kind of grab all these things that people wrestle with during yeah. those times and kind of get in their head because, you know, frankly, like, I mean, you and I are very lucky, but our wives are amazing and, mm -hmm. and, and probably the reason we're successful. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> we have to ride their coattails. Heck yeah. You know, a lot of people's spouses are not supportive. Number yeah. one, their, their parents and siblings aren't supportive. You know, I got a buddy in LA and he was a former, uh, you know, pro basketball player and his dad just, just literally tears him down every moment he can. Mm -hmm. And he's not playing pro ball anymore. He was actually grew up in Compton and, and his yeah. dad just says the most horrible things to him on a regular basis. And it's, it's a crab, the crab bucket, you know? Yeah. Deal. Yeah. I've seen that. We put you the crabs that? in a bucket, one tries to climb out and all the others will grab him and yank him back in. That's right. That's right. So what happens is when somebody tries to make it out of the trailer park, like my, like my wife, mm -hmm. you know, made it out of the trailer park up there in uh, what's the Buford. Buford yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, too far down the road from me yeah, right up the road. And, you know, she, she, I've, I've been by her trailer park. I've seen it, you know, like she took me there and, mm -hmm. and you know, it's like she made it out, but there were still a lot of people. Who That's so rare. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. let's get into a little bit of this. Let's say you got somebody listening who, who is struggling with the expert. I mean, let's go there. Cause there's, there's two or three we could do, but let's start with that one. Yeah. What do you say to someone who's wrestling with like me? I couldn't be an expert. Like, how do you help them own that and actually shift their mind there? Well, um, I can't remember what I wrote in the book, <laughs> but, but I will tell you, like, I think that, you know, a couple things and you'll, you'll probably relate to this, but I've got over 200,000 hours of marketing experience. I'm, I'm a Disney trained Oxford educated MBA brand marketer. Right. And I don't feel like an expert. Sometimes no, I, I, I like, totally get that. I mean, I've got similar rap sheet. Like, 
it's like, so I, maybe the first insight we could say is there's no amount of, uh, of certifications, degrees, or job titles that it solves this. It's not how you solve it. Cause I think a lot of people are sitting around yeah. waiting, like, man, if I could just have that on my resume, then I would finally feel like an expert. And, um, yeah, man, yes. guys at our level who've played with the biggest and done, you know, have all the numbers and, and it, I have the same challenge, man. I still have to wrestle totally. with this myself. Well, and then, and then there, there's sort of like, I don't know, by being in my forties now and I have like, you know, you start to see like my uncle rich, who's like the expert, my mm -hmm. uncle rich is like 82 <laughs> and I'm going like, he's retired now. He's the experts and over there. And he's like one of my mentors. You get his yeah, yeah. MBA, MBA university when he was, you know, nine years old or whatever. <laughs> anyway, but I start to realize, oh my gosh, dude, our parents are retired and we're, we're the bosses. Like yeah. we're the ones in charge. This is a scary. We're the ones flying this plane. I know exactly. <laughs> you start looking around like, wait, some, somebody else has got to know what they're doing here. Right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a point, I think there's a point. And then, and then I think sometimes like the younger people don't feel like they have enough experience in which they were older. And then when some people get older, they feel like they're too old and out of touch. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's mm. funny because they're like, they're like, Oh, you young kids have all the answers and I'm kind of old and out of touch now. And it's like, everybody wants to be the other person or they feel like there's another smarter person, yeah. you know, in the room or whatever. One of my mentors, uh, Fred Tio from Disney, uh, he was a senior vice president of, of global brand strategy at, at the Walt Disney company and responsible for pretty much everything. Hmm. He's now the head of the brand at Apple. Okay. And so, yeah. And he's a genius. Now that guy. Yeah. If, if I get in a room with him, I'm going to talk as little as possible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then again, like I'm as mentored by him and, and he's got it. And I got my own set of experiences. And I think what we have to realize, you know, is that we, we have our own set of experience that we bring to the table and yeah. that everybody is an expert in their own way. Um, you know, and especially like, I don't care if you have 10,000 hours of experience or hundred or 200,000, the reality is if you spent a lot of time thinking about a topic and you're passionate about it, I think that you can really consider yourself an expert. And frankly, it just comes down to salesmanship. Can you sell it? Can, mm. you, can, can, you, can you sell yourself? Yeah. And you know, if you, you could sell yourself as an expert at making lemonade when you're five years old, you know, people are buying it from you. I call you an expert. Yeah. Yeah. I, dude, I totally relate to this now. Like I'll, I'll add some layers because I've wrestled with a lot of this myself. I mean, you know, I, I, I've done it for a while now, but especially in the early days, there is this huge, massive mental barrier. Like what I'm selling is me. And that's a, it's a whole lot easier to sell a product or a thing, but like in my space, speaker, consultant, coach, all that nonsense, like, uh, I'm selling, I'm good. And that was it's like 10 times harder, maybe a hundred times harder than it was to sell somebody else's product or sell another person. And so there's this whole mental process through it, but here's what I came down to like, okay, so I, I think it would be, um, I don't, I don't think you can just say I'm an expert on anything I want to be an expert on. Right. Um, but what you can say is like the mistake I think I made and a lot of people make is we think we're normal. We're like, well, I mean, most people are like me. And the truth is you're not, I'm there. There's a zone of your life where you have thought more about something, dove, go deeper into something, had certain set of experiences. I mean, listen, okay. If you're going to talk about how to, to lead Apple brand, right. May, maybe your mentor is the best in the world, but there are zones you have had more experience in than he has because he's been doing things like Disney and Apple. He hasn't done some of the other things you have. And so while he's a massive expert in some pretty cool stuff, there's some areas where you know more than even he does. Cause dang it, that's been right. your life. 
And there's some stuff your mother-in-law probably knows that neither of you or your mentor know because she's had experiences neither of you had. So she can speak to people about things you guys can't. So it's less about like, cause, cause I hear that sometimes people are like, Oh, I guess you just, you just salesmanship, right? You lie and make up whatever you want and say, I'm an expert, whether you are or not. Well, no, I actually, it's more like self-awareness, right? Like what has been my life story? Where's the zone? I have put thought and time into it and stop pretending, stop believing like, Oh, everyone else has put the same amount of time. Nothing special. Like, no, no, you have special, unique things you've poured into. And in that category, you're an expert in a way that maybe nobody else in the world can be. Um, and so it's more about yeah. finding that than, than you know, uh, lying and making something up. It's just, you know, yeah. giving yourself permission to realize that. Couldn't, couldn't agree. Yeah, I think that's a, I think you really kind of hit the nail on the head there where you give yourself permission. You know, yeah. I think it's like giving yourself permission to be like, you know, and I think it's kind of like a self validation moment because like, we're looking for yes. other people to validate us. So that, true. Like, right. Cause we're going like, you validate me. Do you think I'm an expert? It's like, mm. but I think that it doesn't matter how many people tell you that like, okay. A good example is people always tell me like, I'm like, they're like, Rick's the best sales guy. Oh, Rick is like a sales guy. Oh my gosh. Rick is a sales guy. And like, I don't feel like I'm that good of a sales guy. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely, I'm being, I'm being honest. Like, yeah, I'm right. Being honest. Like, I don't think I'm that good of a sales guy, but, but thanks, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, but thanks. Um, I think that the reason I'm probably good at sales is because I, I, I get excited about something and I believe in it. And then yeah. I think that we could do something and, and I'm like, Hey, like, what if we did this? And I have these creative ideas and then, and then people just like that. But frankly, in my business, a lot of times, like I'm, I'm like selling people themselves in a, in a future state. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm showing, I see something in Waz that he does not see in himself. And I have an idea for Waz that takes you to the next level. And then, and then Waz is like, I like that. And I'm like, yeah, here's how we do that. And then Waz hires Rick to do yeah. that. Yeah. But now, really that, what I'm really I'm buying in that is, is not uh, some sort of weird salesman -y thing. What I'm really buying is the vision. Like you, you see something, you say it. And I say, yes, heck yeah. I want that. And uh, yes. that's what gets excited. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'd like, a, I got one. Uh, I like, like I sent Dan Kathy an idea just on text, you know, uh, on the last month or whatever. And he was like, yep, let's do that. You know what I mean? I was just like, it was an idea for Trillith or we're, you right. know, here's a cool idea. Like, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then he, and then he put his own flow in it. He's like, yeah, let's do that. Let's do like an open house for that, that, you know, for influencers this summer and in the fall. And, you know, in fact, I got, I'm a little late getting my proposal about that, but um, <laughs> busy. Yeah. Well, we'll wait to post this till after you send that to Dan. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wanted to do it. Like, I think we're thinking like August, September. So I wasn't like, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, you're not that, really but, behind. Yeah. Um, but, but the, but, but yeah, the, the, the point is, is that like, even Dan, like I'm coming to him with value, you know, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey Dan, I think like, you know, I've been hanging around Trillith and I think that we should do X, Y, and Z. And he's like, it's a vision. It's a future state. It's something that yeah. we should be doing. And it aligns with, it's just what his vision is just going like, Hey, I can help you guys help you take. It's not my vision for Dan. It's, it's my vision for Dan already has his vision. I'm like, Hey, you could just be around. I think if you could take things to the next level, if you did this, yeah. And he's like, yeah. So because the thing is, is that you need, you know, you need, you need people around you, you know, champions and coaches and people who see things that you don't see in yourself or, or agencies yeah. or, or, or whatnot. 
that could be valuable to you in unlocking yourself and your potential. And I think, you know what I mean? I think that's another key that I'm just going to pause and underline here that's been threaded throughout what you're talking about is I think a lot of us are waiting for others. Well, I'd say they're waiting for everybody and you're never going to get ever going to get everybody to say you're awesome and agree with all your ideas. You only need a few. You just need maybe even one critical voice. Um, like, like the guy who sends the devotionals, like tune into to Rick Shermer's thoughts, tune into to whoever your best friend is, find somebody. And what I have found in my life is when even one person believes in me, sees something, calls me out and like, you can do that. Like, just make it happen. Um, it changes the game. Uh, I mean, okay. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you a semi-embarrassing story. It probably should be more embarrassing than it is, but I've told it enough now that I'm like, tell me a really embarrassing story. I want to hear a really embarrassing story. I I may have told you this one, but like how I asked my wife on our first date. Um, so we had met in grad school. Uh, and so like the beginning of the story, it sounds pretty, I sound pretty cool, but then you'll get to the embarrassing part. Cause like we met first day of new student orientation. They had a luncheon. I came in, I'd run an errand. So I was a little late to lunch. I came in. And I, I mean, I just scoped the room and I was like, well, dang, that's like the hottest girl I've seen in a long time. I'm going to go sit at her table as my wife. Right. Um, so like, I, you know, Hey, Scott's bold and audacious. He just goes to the hot girl. Right. You need to revise that story to see the hottest girl I've seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. But at the time I'll be, yeah, I'm trying to be real here. Right. Like at the time I was like, Hey, you know, I mean, there's yeah, 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 hot yeah. girls just in case. Like I was trying yeah, to yeah, yeah, oversell yeah. myself. Like just cause she's a stunner doesn't mean I have to marry her. Right. That's why I'm like, chill, buddy. Chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. but I would say we were friends for three months before I had the courage to ask her on a date. And even then I was terrified because like we're hanging this group and you know, you know me, it's like you and me, I'm always emailing, texting people like, Hey, let's go hang out. Hey buddy, what are you up to? Like, let's do this. And the more, and the more you start to like somebody, the more scared you get. Right. Oh no. So I'm like, she's even given me little flirty signs. Like there's something here, but I had yet to pull the trigger. So the reason I'm telling the story is here's how I finally did it. I was talking to one of my best buddies, a guy who legitimately like, is this life speaking challenges me, not just a soft encourager. Cause as you'll hear, cause I'm telling about the girl and both our wives name her Rachel. Right. So my Rachel, I'm telling her about Rachel and he's like, uh, so like, you, why haven't you asked her out yet? And I'm like, I don't know, man. And maybe, and I'm like throwing out these lame excuses. Right. And he's like, dude, seriously, you're either going to hang up the phone right now and ask her out. Like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, nothing. He goes, great. You either hang up and ask her now, or you have to like mail me your man card. Cause you're done. Like, this is it. You're, you're either like, are you a man or not? Are you going to, you have no good reason not to ask the girl, just ask her dude. Uh, and so I was like, I mean, I mean, excuse, excuse. And he's like, dude, you're just scared. So like, you're not going to wait for it to be done being scared. Just do it anyway. And then he hung up on me. So I was like, crap, I got to like ask the girl. So I call her. Um, actually, I'll finish the story because I, I I tried to even be like, I was enough of a punk. I tried to even be sneaky about that. So I call her and I just start going through my routine, you know, like, hey, you up for hanging out? We're thinking about, and she's like, she'll tell you, she's been waiting for, hey, a bunch of us are going to go do this, right? Or groups meeting here. And, and I like basically say, are you free? Are you available? Are you up for dinner? Maybe a movie? Like, I mean, real. And then finally I'm like, great, I'll pick you up at seven. And then I hang up on her. Like, so she's like, wait, I think I'm on a date. I'm not sure. So the oh date I take her to is, um, Hibachi. We're thinking, Hey, like I'm thinking great. You know, one of the shows, the chef's going to do the, you know, yeah. butterfly yeah. and the volcano and all. And I'm like, okay, that way it'll be settled, right? Have you fun show easy, but no pressure. 
And I mean, I've been to Hibachi a lot since then, but this only time in my life, the guy's doing it. He's working the table. He comes around. We're even a part of a larger group of people. I don't know. He comes around to our end of the table and he stops and goes, Hey, so you two, you two going to get married or what? And I like, I'm like, dude, I am trying to fly under the radar here. Right. (laughs) Not even sure this is a date. And then like, so I like normally like say I've come up with like a hundred things I could say, but, but in the moment, all I could think was, well, I don't want to say it's like time slowed. Right. And you're like, "Mm." and I was like, okay, I don't want to say no. I'm trying to get out of the friend zone. Right. So I want to be like, no, like, no, I'm trying to make my move, but I also don't want to be the creepy guy. Who's like, yes. Like, like, hold on, dude. So I literally, all I did was go, uh, I don't know. And then I was like, oh crap, that was not good. Not good. I like, oh, we're, we're on a date now, like clearly. <laughs> and it might be a short date at that. Oh <laughs> yeah. She, so she and I, she's thinking at the time I've heard this, she's, she's shared her side. She's thinking like, what you just say, we're just friends or, Hey, we're just getting to know each other. Like a lot of like, what's he said? Like, that's weird. Like, what's he doing? Um, <laughs> so I will say the good news is then the movie, then the hangout, we end up hanging out till like Till the sun rose, just talking, and it, the ending made up for my awkward beginning. But, but none of that would have happened without one person giving me the "you got this, you can do this." Yes, uh, yes. It, it yes. doesn't. I mean, I was terrified, right? I mean, it, it, maybe this isn't the expert most people are thinking of, but in that sense, like, who am I to ask a girl of that caliber out? Right. Like, why, why would she want to go out with me was really one of my lame excuses, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> if she's really that awesome, why would she want me? Um, Dude, every, every once in a while, you see these guys who, like, way out put their coverage, and you're like, yes. you're like, and you're like, that guy's just a totally confident baller. Like, clearly. Like, like, Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like this guy, this guy just got, he has got mojo. You know what I mean? Like you, you see that sometimes and you're just like, you're like, dude, this guy's just, guys just got it, man. Well, or so, maybe now what we need to say is this guy has a friend with enough mojo to push him over <laughs> the edge. Right. Like, push him over the edge. <laughs> I mean, dude, one critical voice. I, I mean, I, I, I'll call you out here now. Cause I know you didn't, uh, you didn't ask me to say this, but I happen to know that you put out regular stuff for creators and like, I mean, you, You've got, I don't know, last I checked over 150,000 people who will get your stuff. And there's a lot of people who I think you're that guy for, right? I mean, you're the, you're the voice that like when they're terrified, when their dad is telling them crap, right. And they're like, I don't know, why would anyone pick me? Then, then they're kind of giving themselves permission. Yeah, to do I, it. You know, there, there's, I think that there's, you know, one of the things that gets that is tricky is that even for me going that there's so many voices and so many coaches and there's the Gary V's and there's the you know, Tony Robbins. And, 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 and by the way, you know, I, I had to think of myself one time and, and I said like, Hey, you know what? Uh, there's also like one Bible and there's a million churches, but do you, do you think like, do you, do you think to tell the guy in the church in your local hometown that he should, that he shouldn't be a pastor because there's so many pastors in the right, world. We've already got a pastor, right? Like you should, you should stop preaching. Exactly. But the reality is like, like, you know, God's going to give you what God's going to give you and the people that, that he's going to give you the sphere of influence that you need to have. Yeah. And there's something that there's a way that I say things that Gary V can, there's no way that the Gary V says things that I can't and, and everybody's got their own flow and mojo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and the reality is like, like, you know, the, the people, like I told you, the guy who sends me text messages, um, those, those are really encouraging texts. And, and, and he's just a guy I met in Hollywood and he's just a, not a barely associate pastor. And like, 
Des Moines, Iowa. And, and, <laughs> and his, his text, I still get him. I just got one the other day, yesterday. In fact, that was really encouraging. Those texts like are like life giving to my yes. wife and I, and this guy, and this guy, his ministry has had a profound impact on me, mm. right? On me. Mm. And these encouraging texts that he got, and God speaks to me through the, through this guy. And he's such an encouragement. So this guy just said like, Hey, who am I? What kind of expert am I? How, how can I be, you know, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be getting the, the, these texts and who knows, you know, what choices I would have made in life without getting these the last few years from this guy, you know? Right. And he's, right. he's consistent. So, so I think that like the reality is like, we just have to realize like we're, we're all here. God's given us, you know, for us, like we, we focus, you know, I kind of focus a little bit more on a specific lane, like our, you know, I've been in Hollywood 25 years. So most of our backgrounds in entertainment, I work with creators of different breeds and sizes, just texted, you know, a buddy of mine who's a major celebrity. And then I just, you know, I could text a mom blogger, <laughs> you know, a mom influencer. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I've got a full range, but the reality is like, you know, that guy who's a major celebrity I'm talking about, he was a star of twilight, you know, the twilight mm-hmm. movies. I can, I can say who, but, but anyway, he, you know, he's got a business and he's figuring out how to be an entrepreneur and where he's right. at in his game. And then this mom blogger is figuring out how to monetize her mom, Instagram and TikTok. And like the reality is they're both in the same bucket. Right. Yeah, and right. so most people who, who I'm helping, I'm always thinking through going like, and, and by the way, they don't have to be creators and influencers. That just happens because of my business, you know, being a, influencer marketing pioneer those are the people i talk to all the time so (laughs) so so i decided just to focus you know majority of my launchpreneur efforts in serving that community because Mm -hmm. i'm like if i just focus on serving these guys my mouth's full and i think that like that's probably like a good thing for people to know as they're launching like Focus on a niche in the market there's riches in the niches like you know okay there's a gajillion entrepreneurs out there well, me, you know, who am I to be the expert coach of entrepreneurs? Well, there's a million, like I just, we just had that whole conversation, but I do know influencers and creators mm-hmm. very well because mm-hmm. I spent my whole career working with them and I know their motivations. I know where they're at in their yeah. business. And so, so I decided just to kind of like zone in and really focus primarily on them. Now, if there's other people that get value, like my, like my, my mother-in-law, right. Right. The book and, and, and out of entrepreneur, that's, that's awesome. But I think you just got to kind of figure out and kind of zone after who you really want to serve and, and niche out, so to speak on your audience. Yeah, I man, I totally relate to that. Um, I I actually was looking at it like last week. I've got a document from my early days, right when I was launching my company. Um, well, kind of relaunching. I, I had done consulting, and then I put it as a side gig, and when it worked, the Chick Fil A, and did a bunch of big, kind of you know, world class, multi billion dollar level stuff. And then I was going back full time to my company, and I was like, okay, what am I going to focus on? And I was terrified to pick a niche because I kept thinking, well, I mean, if I pick this, like I also wanted do this or I have dreams of that someday. And like, I felt like a niche meant like I was stuck and couldn't do it. Um, That's true. I get it. I, here's what I, I, so I have this document. It, somebody asked me, what could I, what could I talk on? I they're doing a conference, inviting me in. And I was like, well, here are my talk options. And I'm Rick, I literally sent him a three page single space document with bullet point lists of all the talks. Oh I could. my God. I love like, it. 
Oh, come it. on, man. Oh. Like, it's a uh, oh little much there, buddy. Little much. Dude, that's really, um, that's really funny. But I get, I get it, bro. I get it. Cause I have like, I think that like, you know, um, one of the things, you know, for your audience, I think that like that might help is like, you know, when you, when you're thinking about a niche, if you think about, I always tell people to think about a word they want to own, like, because people, people have to think in their minds, like people have known me for a long time, might've yeah. known, th- thought of me as a branding guy. Cause I spent when, when people who knew me back then, like someone like Scott Stixel, you know, he knew me when I was at Disney and brand strategy. Right. And it's, that's when I met him. So Rick, he would always say Rick's a branding guy. Right. But then over time I got into, you know, I, I left Disney and started doing the viral and influencer stuff. So then, then all of a sudden, like people would be like, might know me as the branding guy or the viral guy or the influencer guy. Right. So then, so then they're kind of probably like, and most people now would probably think of me in one of those categories, which is why my, one of my, one of my companies is called viral brand. Right. My, right. My favorite word, viral brand. Yeah, exactly. And then launch viral and then launchpreneur. And then I added like a new word with the preneur thing because I, because I'm so passionate about helping people get off the edge yeah. and launch and, and, and these, these creators, these influencers who are in my network and that like, how can I help them just go from like spinning their wheels of, you know, and having a following online, but they're, they're literally got like, you know, 5,000, 10,000, a hundred thousand, a million followers. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. Right. I talk to these, whether you have a million or 5,000 people are trying to figure out like, what's my business model? How do I make money? Like, like I got this big influence and I got this, but I don't know how to make money at it. And so, you know, so we, so we kind of come in a little bit like heroes in a sense, because I'm always bringing because of our work with launch viral, because I'm working with brands who want to go viral influencers, you know, I'm bringing collaboration opportunities to yeah. influencers. And, and I'm helping them monetize. So the influencers, I'm bringing them and I'm like, Hey, I got like, I sent a post earlier this morning to a creator in Hollywood. And I was like, Hey, this brand wants to do a post. Could you uh, do a quick story post for me for three grand? And yeah. they're like, yeah, done. So I'm going to Venmo him three grand and, nice. and he's going to make three grand today. And, and, and then you've you know, both helped the creator figure out how to monetize his audience and the right. brand get in front of an audience. Exactly um, right. Yep. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm going to pause and just call out a few things here that I love about this, this, what you've been unpacking. So first what I, I've, you're demonstrating, what I learned is that it actually is far more freedom and power in picking a focus than, than not. I mean, when you don't have any focus, they don't know what to do with you. So they got to have yes. something to understand, but you're not stuck. Not only can you help people outside your niche, like your mother-in-law, right. But but what will happen is as you grow and learn, you can always just shift my, my, Hey, now that I do this and met all these people and know this, my new focus is this. And I mean, it's even the verbals of how you did it, right? You went from a viral brand to launch viral to launchpreneur. And it just kind of the, the evolution of your own abilities is shown in the evolution of the, the, the services and the books and the products and like the people you serve it's okay to pick a niche. And then as you elevate, just shift your niche. Um, but if you don't pick, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, you're not, you're stuck, man. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Yeah. You will get, you will get to say you can always pivot or make the, you know, that you're never, you're never stuck, but yeah, I think you're right. Cause I think that, well, I think the thing is, is highly creative people don't like to be confined. Yeah. You know? Oh, but I, I think, relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you guys like me and you are both those guys. Right. So we're like, you know, like we never want to do, 
define ourselves because we feel like defining confines and actually defining doesn't confine defining doesn't mean confining defining means freedom like you just said you know they could be defined because people what what they need to know in the one of the first principles of understanding viral marketing is all viral marketing is is basically word of mouth plugged in the power of the internet right Mm -hmm. so so that that, that's that's you want to see natural motivations of people to share right but what's the first thing that you got to think about when it comes to sharing people have to know how to tell people about you so so if they're like hey meet my friend rick he's a really cool guy i don't know what he does but he's super cool and creative right exactly got nothing you got nothing because they're just like yeah meet my friend rick he's a really cool guy super cool and creative and he's a connector guy Right. So connector guys don't make money. Usually (laughs) Well, connectors, connectors, if you put like a, it can become deal makers if they're smart, but, 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 but in general, like, you know, like you want to have a craft. And so, you know, I think in this case, like, you know, we're, we're going like, Hey, look, you know, pick a thing so that that way you can own a word in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And then you could say like when Dan Kathy thinks about Rick, um, actually it's really kind of interesting. I was at this text. It was really kind of interesting. Oh yeah, Ira Blumenthal. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's worked with Chick-fil-A for a long time and, and what that's right, that's right. Yeah. But anyway, so he sent me a text. It was really interesting. I was sitting with him and he showed me a text stream between him and Dan Kathy. And he's like, Hey, tell me about Rick. And then Dan sent him a text back and he's like, Rick's a viral guy you know, blah, 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 whatever, right away. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he like, had, right he had some words that he could he say. He had me like in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Already. And so he, he sent like, he sent him a text right back and knew exactly like how he, because what happens is people just need to fit you into a bucket in their minds. And yeah. If you're a hammer, they need to know your hammer. If you're, right, they need to know where to hang you. They, they and that's a really great way to frame it is like, if they were to text somebody, if somebody texts them say, Hey, tell me about so-and-so what text response would you like? And I, the, the word or phrase. And I love that because text keeps it brief. Cause I, sometimes I've, I've done this with friends and I'm like, what do you want them to say? And they're like, well, and they list like four paragraphs and like, dude, they're not, they're not going to say that. Like, <laughs> what's the word or phrase that they would, could put in a text and be like, Rick's this guy. And then they can go back and fill in details later if they want, but you got to lead with something clear. And, and the lesson I've learned is like, instead of hoping they, they make that up well, like just tell them, like put it on your, your profile or put it in your conversations and like, just tell people, this is the stuff I do and give them the short answer. If they want more, they'll ask for more. But usually when I'm doing branding exercises with people, I'll just tell them like own a word. Mm. What is the word you want to own in people's minds? Like, and there's another level on that because if I'm hearing you right, own the word is not just it's accurate description of me, but like, it's uniquely me. Nobody else has that kind of word credibility like I do. Yep. That's like, right. Yeah, that's right. And, 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 and maybe your unique mojo on it, you know what I mean? Like, I think that mm. like, you know, you know, it's uniquely you, but it could be like, Hey, you're the, it'd be like, you'll meet my buddy, Rick. He's the best branding guy. I know, you know, whatever. And, right, right. Or like, he's the best viral marketing guy. I know, or the best influencer marketing. Guy, you know? So I, I mean, I own a few words. That the reality is like, a, yeah, again, you can do layers. Reality, here. Like I probably, I probably have a few words that like, are that people might think of me and, and that's okay if you have a few, but I think that like, if you've got like three, but I would try to focus on 
owning one. Well, and especially if they're related, right? Like your words are right adjacent to each other. So it's not like Rick's the best influencer marketing guy. I know, by the way, he's also one of the best electrical engineers. I know it's like, wait, wait, what those, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, those don't fit in my head. I don't even really try to own the word entrepreneur that much because I, because really if I had to pick a word, that I like the most is really more viral because I like, or, or my trademark word viral brand. I like, I like the, or launch viral together because I'm going like, you know, I love the word launch. If you know me and I love the word viral. Yeah. And in fact, even more than viral and brand, I like launch viral. So that's why I kind of pivoted a little bit. So I have a, I have a digital marketing agency called viral brand. Right. So they have a partner that runs that. Then I have Launch Viral and Launchpreneur that I personally run those day to day because I that's my passion. Mm-hmm. So the Launch Viral and then the Preneur kind of gets into my passion for helping people develop businesses and taking that leap and starting there. You know, so you know, the best way to do it is to create like a brand attributes and, and ask people yeah. when they think about you just be like, Hey, do you mind like, like just writing down five words you think about or 10 words that just like right away on this piece of paper that you think about when you think about me and you ask like five or 10 different people to do that, who are fairly close to you or know you in some way, then you're going to take those 10 pieces of paper and put them down. And then you're going to realize there's continuity amongst a lot of those things. And if if you did that with 10 different, if you did that with 10 different people, you might have a hundred words and then you clump those words together because the reality is there's going to be, if the words aren't exactly the same, they're going to be very similar. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're probably going to wind up with like 10, forget about the words. You're going to wind up with 10 thoughts. Right. Right. So then, then you kind of like, but, but, but if you, if, if it's a vote, those 10 thoughts, there's going to be five of them that have the most votes. So yeah. Right. Right. And then you, and then if you can't see yourself clearly, which we often don't see ourselves clearly, then True. you, then, then you take those five with all those votes. And then you're like, okay, those five words right there are really the words that I'm about that people think about me. That is my brand. Those, those five words are like my brand attributes. Mm-hmm. And when you understand that and think like, okay, those are my brand attributes, you can put that in your brand. And, and if you don't like the way people think about you, then you can steer it. You can steer I was going to say, some of this is like, where am I? And some of this, you can also like say, Hey, that word's one of the, the least voted ones, but I want it to be a big one. I'm going to lean yeah. into that. And I'm going to start doing the activities and saying the things that, that make me that kind of person. But yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, yeah. Write a book about it start to start talking about it make your Instagram about it. And then, and then all of a sudden people are going to start thinking about and, you with that words. And, and to bring us back to full circle and you how, how do you get comfortable being an expert? Some of it's by just dadgum doing the stuff, right? If you yeah, write yeah. and talk and talk to other people about it and subscribe to their podcasts and, and try it out with a client and like, you just start experimenting with it because it's the thing you're passionate about that already some people say you've got some of it in you. And, and what do you know? You'll wake up and you'll be like, well, dang, I actually have a resume on this and I've actually done this for these folks. And it, it gets, um, I think a lot of people get it backwards where they're waiting to be an expert to do the work. And I think it's doing the work that makes you an expert. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a great way to put it. That's a great, great way to put it. I'll throw one more example out there that I've used with myself and some of the clients we've worked with. When we're talking about individuals for their brand attributes, one of the ways we've had to mask people is send an email out to a bunch of folks that you trust that know you well and say, what's my superpower? 
Like if there's one thing I do well, what's my superpower? I'm better at this. And, and to your point, I'll just say again, and again, and what I find is most people do not realize what their superpowers are because we think we're normal. And so we keep thinking like, ah, you know, like everybody can do, I mean, yeah, I'm really good at this connection thing, or I'm really good at this analysis, or I really see these patterns. You're like, what most people do like, no, dude, no, most of us cannot do that. And so just get somebody to speak. What you don't do is go sit in a cave, stare at your navel and try to write out your brand identity. Like it's uh, (laughs) not going to work, man. Bring in an expert, bring in your friends and get people to talk to you. I think it's great. I think that like, you know, and, 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 and if you're confused about what that should be then that, that whole process of, of asking people what they think is probably going to tell you like a reality. It might be a good reality check in a way. And you're like, Whoa, I didn't know so many people thought this about me. And this adjective keeps on popping up in people's minds. And maybe I was a blind spot. I didn't realize I was a good sales guy. Everybody thinks I'm a good sales guy. I don't think I'm a good sales guy. Yeah, but when when ten out of ten people say it, then uh, you know which one of us. Maybe is I'm a good sales right? guy. Maybe maybe I am a good sales guy. I don't think I am, but maybe maybe I am. And so you know, I think that there's a truth that kind of comes out with people around you that I would listen to for sure. Uh, Rick, this has been awesome, funny, uh, insightful, all the usual stuff. of hanging with you, man. Thanks for spending I some love time. It, dude. It's uh, always, always, a, always a pleasure, my brother. You got, you got me like, I'll be your Huckleberry anytime, man. You, you just give me a call and I'm here. Back at you, brother. And hey, I'm looking forward to hanging with you in a couple of weeks when I'm in uh, your neck of the woods. So this will be fun, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see, you, in, uh, see you in West Hollywood at, at uh, uh, one of my favorite little places to eat. You're going to love it. Yeah, dude. Looking forward to it. All right. See you later yeah. then, man. Cheers, my man. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K.com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.